Hi, I'm Dr. Melva, your board-certified radiation oncologist and serial entrepreneur and investor. Welcome to the 1% Code podcast. I help top income earners create multiple streams of income to support the career they love or the one they want to love again. Learn more on the 1% Code podcast. Hello, hello, hello. It is Dr. Melva, and I would like to welcome you to the 1% Code podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today we are talking about how to turn your job into a hobby and trade your golden handcuffs for true wealth. I will be telling you all about the secrets behind the 1% code. And today you will learn more about how that can help you in your own life and career. So I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. Again, if you're just now joining me, I'm so excited that I finally started this podcast. How many of you out there have starting a podcast on your list? I think it's a few of you. Um, Well, now I've done it. So congratulations to you for listening and coming along on the journey with me. Let me ask you a question. Have you felt the pain of the daily grind? Have you gotten to a point in your career where you start to ask yourself the question of how much longer am I going to be able to do this? You know, whether you're wondering if you can work another three to five years, five to 10 years, but somewhere in your mind, you've started to ask yourself the question of, is this what I thought it was going to be? And (laughs) I guess I got to that point in my career, gosh maybe at the beginning. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, I got to that point in my career, maybe five or six years ago. And I will, I realized that I was on this hamster wheel and it was, you know, the daily grind of getting up early in the morning. You know, if you're a parent and you have children, getting the children ready, working with your spouse, being sure to do things like date night, keep the marriage going, scheduling time for self-care. Sound familiar? <laughs> so I, you know, I got to the point where I was doing that and was like, okay, I can do this. I can survive. I can schedule out time for myself. I can schedule out time for the kids. I can have time where I'm career focused. I'm moving forward. And, you know, it wasn't that I wasn't able to do it and that I didn't have the grit and the grind to keep going. But there was this voice kind of that just kept tapping me on the shoulder. And the voice just just kept saying, like, imagine what your life would be like if your job was a hobby. You know, imagine what it would be like if you just went to work and you weren't going for the salary to have the checks in the bank account to pay the bills. Imagine what it would be like if you no longer had these golden handcuffs. So how many of you know what I mean when I say golden handcuffs? So if you're listening and you never heard that term, it's essentially the concept of a high paying career, high paying job that holds you in this cycle of it's too good to let go because it pays the bills, it pays for extra splurges. I mean, it's good money. So it's really hard to just let that go and switch to something else that for a lot of us is unknown or uncertain, right? And I think that's the scary part. So the concept of golden handcuffs is definitely real. It's just as real as when we talk about imposter syndrome. And I'll have an episode dedicated to that because I know many of you face that as that is one of those 
demons, I like to say, that just comes up for those of us who are highly successful and high income earners constantly. And it keeps us, you know, as the bottleneck in our business many times. So let me tell you how you can get to the point of turning your job into a hobby and finally trading in those golden handcuffs for true wealth. So, you know, in a 10 or 15 minute episode, we we clearly can't cover everything, but let me just give you some ideas to get started. When I look back on the journey that I've had, whether that's the start of my medical career, I'm a board certified radiation oncologist, whether that's the start of my franchise ownership career, we own a Coldstone Creamery, a Subway, and we're we have rights to an additional sub, um, not subway, an additional Coldstone location. Or when I look at the start of real estate investing, we've done commercial, rental, fix and flip. I really go back to how that started. And I think when you're starting on a new journey that's outside your comfort zone, you have some level of awareness, but you don't have the specific skill set that maybe you have in your career, it's very important to have a strategy. And the reason you have to have a strategy is that there is so much out there for people like you and me who are, you know, doing well in one aspect of your life, have a great financial picture oftentimes until you break down the pieces and see that a lot of that financial picture and wealth portfolio are based on active forms of income, i.e. clocking in nine to five, showing up, working 40 plus hours per week, sacrificing your life and family's life, missing those moments. Sound familiar? (laughs) Like the pain of that and just thinking about that vicious cycle that's very difficult to end. It starts with a strategy and the strategy is you know, I think I'd break it down into it's one, you have to be aware, you have to have awareness that look, this is not sustainable, where I am, is not where I want to be. And to get to where I want to be, I need a plan. So I would say one, you have to have a strategy. So speaking of all the things that are out there, how many of you have taken a course, listened to a podcast, gone to a summit, and they present a lot of information, it sounds really good. And then you never actually implement it. Okay, I see you raising your hand listening while you're driving. (laughs) Put the hand back on the steering wheel. Um, Well, that happened to me. I ended up taking all of these courses and I could master these things. I could do it. But at the end of the day, I just had so much knowledge that I didn't exactly implement it to the scale that I needed to turn my job into a hobby. So that's when I started asking better questions. It was, okay, there are a lot of different ways to create additional streams of income But which of those ways will give me leverage in my life so that it's a sustainable level of income, I can scale it to a larger scale? I started to ask questions, and I encourage you to, of how do I want to make the money? What do I enjoy doing? How do I want to spend my time? Because there are a ton of ways where you can turn your job into a hobby by creating additional streams of income with a a side hustle, a lucrative stream of income. But if it's something that you don't enjoy, and, you know, just feels yucky and uncomfortable or repetitive or boring or doesn't excite you, it doesn't challenge your your mind, it may not be for you. And there's a lot of that out there. So you really want to be strategic when looking at additional streams of income. So I want you to look at the model. You know, is this something that you're looking to get into as far as a source of income that you have to do 
you know, something new every single day? Is it something where you can do it once and get paid multiple times? Is it a collaborative effort where you can take your zone of genius and work with someone else in their zone of genius? You know, is it a group investment? How is the money made? How is the money, you know, scaled? How does it go from you make this amount a month, you know, you make this amount per month to you can switch it to looking annually? What does the source of income bring you? You know, other things that I didn't look at in the beginning when I was looking at turning my job into a hobby, I didn't factor into how this fit into my family life, my family's life, you know, based on the age and stage of my family and my children and really the bandwidth that I had. So as I started to increase the additional streams of income that we had coming into our web portfolio, I started to differentiate opportunities based on, you know, really like, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but I, I'll never forget this moment where it was the, the who, not the how. So very early on, and maybe you've been there, I focused on you know, let's say for online income generation, for example, I focused on the tools, you know, which platform do you use? Which landing page, you know, landing page do I need if I'm building an email list? And I learned about every single landing page builder. I learned about the email list. I spent some time getting down and dirty with the technical and, you know, got really close with the help desk and learned how to do everything it was possible. You know, I would look for automation tools and, and those are so helpful. Don't get me wrong, but I would research and spend hours on the, on the company you know, the product, the upgrades, the updates. And where I'm going with this is that I focus on things that didn't necessarily lead to a return on investment. And it wasn't helping me get closer to turning my job into a hobby. And that's when I realized that it wasn't based on me. It was the people. And I heard this from one of my business mentors. And, you know, if you're seated listening to this, I want you to write this down. Having a quantum leap of six to seven figures in your income wealth portfolio that's not from your active current career, it will come from the people. The The key <laughs> to wealth generation is the people. You want to hire people that are smarter than you to add leverage to your business. Um, you know, your business as in your additional income stream outside of your career. You want, you want the people, you want people to help you. And it, you know, it turns into this, it's the who, not the how. So a lot of the focus that I know I had on early in my career, I see a lot of you going through this. I can tell from your post on Facebook, when we get on the phone and we connect, you're focusing on the how, like you don't know how you're going to do it. You're, you're stuck looking for an opportunity. You want to turn your job into a hobby. You want to trade these golden handcuffs in for true wealth, but you're just like stuck on how are you going to do it? It's not the how, it's the who, it's your team, it's your executive assistant, it's your mentor, you know, it's being in the 1% co collective, the Facebook group I have. If you haven't joined it, what are you waiting for? join me, link in the bio. Um, it's, it's really, it's really the who. And so turning your job into a hobby and trading your golden handcuffs for true wealth really starts with strategy. And I urge you to think about this. Think about, have you had a strategy when you thought about an additional income stream? Or have you just said, Hey, look, I want to get into, for example, real estate investing. I want a rental. And you think, okay, if I have an extra, let's just throw out a thousand dollars per month, $12,000 per year. We won't get into the details about taking out maintenance, rental fees, you know, non-rent time, et cetera, things you have to consider when you're a real estate investor. And you're just looking at it that way. Or are you looking and saying, Hey, I want an additional stream of income that has a seven figure infrastructure that has ability to scale, that is built to be able to possibly sell one day. 
And if it starts out at $12,000 annually, then I can grow it to the point that I can replace my income by adding, you know, X, Y, Z. So these are, these are just the different questions that I started to ask. And I encourage you to ask that. This is the 1% code. This is how you think differently to get out of the daily grind, to stop working or having to work another five years. And some of you may be moonlighting or working two jobs. You know, getting off the hamster wheel and trading in the golden handcuffs means being strategic in your planning. It means being strategic and thinking about leverage. You don't have to do it all alone. You don't have the bandwidth to do it all alone. And actually, most of the money that comes in additional income streams, you're making higher amounts the less that you do. So if you plan to get in there and do the tactical things to additional income streams, you're going to back yourself into a corner, you're going to experience overwhelm, and you're going to want to just give it up. So I want you to think about that today. I want you to think about leverage. I want you to think about strategy. I want you to think about infrastructure. And this is how you're going to be able to turn your job into a hobby and trade your golden handcuffs for true wealth. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the 1% Code podcast. I hope that you learned and were exposed to different ideas than you've ever been exposed to before in your career. And I hope that you join me in the 1% Co-Collective Facebook group. Information is below this podcast on how how to join. And we will see you for the next episode. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the 1% Code podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and I would love your five-star review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all social media channels at Dr. Spelled Out, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-E-L-V-A, Dr. Melva. And I want to make sure that you and anyone else you know that would benefit from the 1% Code Podcast is a member of my private community on Facebook, the 1% Code Collective. I would love for you to join me there. Link in the bio. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.